Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave. I'm Maria Casillas, and I appreciate you tuning in today. Listen, I am going to get to a message about feedback loops and kind of how it all ties into everything that I've been teaching you for the last year and a half, two years. Uh, But before I do that, I just want to get a little bit personal. I know you don't always tune in to hear any of what's going on in my personal life, but I want to just share a little bit about where I am and, and what's going on right now, because you know what? I think it's important for you to know and uh, maybe you could relate to some of the stuff that's going on in my life. So right now I'm actually sitting outside um, in the minivan, of course, right? (laughs) That's my little recording studio. Uh, But I'm sitting out here not in someone's school parking lot this time, but instead in the parking lot of an oral surgeon. My daughter is having four teeth removed today, three wisdom teeth, and then one tooth that is right next to a wisdom tooth uh, that is basically growing in sideways, not up and down the way it's supposed to. So what they're going to do is actually take out that tooth, and then as her fourth wisdom tooth uh, grows in, they're going to try to pull that one over and replace that tooth that they're taking out today with the one wisdom tooth that they're leaving in. So anyway, I know that was a little bit extra lengthy. Um explanation of what's going on but it does it is just really interesting to me how you know that people see what's going on with our bodies and then they can kind of manipulate that a little bit and then that our bodies are able to pull out of that and heal it's just it's pretty amazing uh, how how we're built so anyway that's where I'm sitting today and I just wanted to say that part of the reason I haven't actually been able to record over the last couple of weeks is because holy gamoli life has been insane I Oh, I, I was I always look forward to the school year because it gives me an opportunity to allow the kids to, you know, have somebody else teach them in a way that they will understand because I am an intelligent enough person. I just am not a patient enough person (laughs) to do all of the teaching for my kids. And I have four kids and they are at different stages in life. One of them has learning disabilities and the other one, well, one of them is only one and a half. So she's not in school. Uh, And then the two older ones are pretty self-sufficient, except, you know, I kind of want to know what's, what's being taught and just kind of how all of that goes. So I'm in there, right? Uh, But with this whole online schooling thing, it has been absolutely just nuts. I have had zero time to do any of the stuff that I really want to do because half of my day is spent shuffling between different rooms, uh, you know, getting a kid set up in this room. We had, we had actually set up this nice little area, like a, not a classroom area, but we have a hobby room in our house. And so I said, well, for right now, we can use that hobby room as a place for them to just kind of put a couple desks. They can set up their computers. You know, we're going to go with the flow and just see how this works. Well, unfortunately, what happened was <laughs> there are more than one kid in there. there. We technically have three who are of school age. And so all of them are, even if they're headphoned, right? So they're <clears throat> looking at a screen and they've all got their headphones on. At some point, a teacher is going to ask each one of them to speak. And so they would have to then speak. Well, well, that becomes a distraction for the other two who are in the room. And it just, it's one giant mess. So we're like, okay, well, that's not going to work as well as we had hoped. I don't want them to be doing their learning on their bed because that's just not real conducive to actually learning. 
And so, especially if they have to write or, you know, whatever. So I've been literally moving a card table from one room to the other throughout the day so that each of them has somewhere that they can sit. And so my time, literally, whether I'm sitting in front of a screen with one of them and helping them through some of the lessons, or I am, you know, playing musical tables with, <laughs> with the other ones, my time has been very much consumed with this online learning stuff. And then to top all of that off, we have, so my sister recently moved to uh, Arizona, where which is where I live. So we're really excited about that, to have more family here. And my brother did a very generous thing by flying my mom and dad out to Arizona so that they could kind of be here for like a, like a housewarming party type thing. And so that all happened very last minute. And so this, they've been with us the entire last week. And so whether they were staying with us for part of it or not, we would get together with all of the family because, you know, when you're when you are um, away from someone for a long time, it's nice to be able to get together with them when they're there. So this whole last week has even been more consumed with that than it was with uh, even the online learning stuff. So put all those things together and it was like there was no time for, you know, sitting down and recording or for getting into some of the business stuff that I would love to be able to do. Because honestly, that's when I was able to do my business stuff. Summers were always like hit and miss. I could, you know, carve out a little bit of time here and there, but it was during the school year when it was like, okay, I can actually get four solid hours, which is what I need. I'm a bit of an ADD person and never diagnosed, but I know it's there. And so if I, if I get distracted and you know, I'm into something for 20 minutes and then I get distracted even for just three minutes, it takes me another 20 minutes to get reacquainted with what I was trying to do. So it's just not really conducive to getting anything efficiently done. So I really love when I have four hours at a time that I can dedicate to what it is that I want to do. You guys, I share all of that as I take a deep breath right here because I want you to know that one thing that was a lifesaver for me is that I had my money systems already set in place because let's get real, there was no way I was going to be able to sit down and pay bills and make sure I knew where my money was going or do any sort of cash flow planning or anything like that over the last two weeks. And so having a bunch of my stuff automated already has been an absolute lifesaver because it just I know that I'm not overdrafting I know that I'm not worried about you know where what this bill is being paid or not being paid because so much of it is actually automated and so that's really great I also know that I continue to save money for myself because that part is automated and so I just I wanted to let you guys know that because I know I'm not the only one who's going through all of this craziness right now and uh, you know if there's any way to help you get your stuff automated so that it is in alignment with what you love anyway or what's important to you and then when this crazy stuff hits it's it's there and ready I would love to be able to help you with that um, so anyway uh, that's not the whole thing I wanted to talk about today I just wanted to let you know if you're going through some of this you're not alone and it's it just oh okay now, I want to talk a little bit about feedback loops and how that all kind of fits into what I've been talking about for the last couple of years. And that is the idea that I've told you that, you know, money, not money, excuse me, thoughts and behaviors and feelings that they're all interconnected and they're related. And I remember doing a specific podcast once on if you want to change your um, your mindset, one way that you can start with that is through your behaviors. And so this particular thing, I've, I've recently been reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. 
If you have not yet read that, I highly recommend that you do. Even if you just do what I did, and that was listen to it as an audiobook. I rented it from the local library as an audiobook and was able to just kind of listen to that as I was doing housework or other things. You know, when I was playing musical chairs or musical tables with my kids, I was able to have something in my ear rather than being able to sit down and read. But anyway, I would highly encourage you to read or listen to that book. Again, it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And the reason it's called atomic habits is because the atom is the smallest thing, right? And so what what he's saying in that book really is that the smallest, the tiniest little habit can be the thing that actually makes a massive change in your life. Does that sound familiar? I mean, everything I've been saying for the last two years is we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes of behavior, they'll have a big impact on both, right? So I was thrilled when I read this book and was like, oh my gosh, he's saying all the things that I have really been wanting to say for a long time. So one of the things he talks about in this book is the feedback loop. And that feedback loop basically says that your identity shapes your habits and your habits shape your identity. That's kind of like a chicken and an egg thing, right? Like you're not quite sure which one comes first, but it doesn't really matter if you're trying to change either one of them, your identity or your habits, you can start anywhere and it will continue to have that feedback loop for you. Very much like what I had said, you know, in that episode so long ago, which I don't remember which one it is now. Uh, But I had said that if you are really wanting to change your absolute mindset around something, that the way that you can do that is to get into your habits or your behavior first and just start changing that a little bit at a time. Now, when he's talking about your identity, he's basically talking about who is the type of person that you want to be. So for example, are you a smoker and you long to be a non-smoker? The idea here is that instead of, quote, quitting smoking, you start to identify as a non-smoker. So when someone at a party offers you a cigarette, instead of saying, no, thank you, I'm trying to quit, you instead say, no, thank you, I'm a non-smoker. So that you can truly start to identify with the, the person that you want to be. So what do you have to do first? Well, you have to figure out who it is that you want to be. And that, my friends, can be so difficult because sometimes we get so wrapped up in the everyday life, in just going along with the norm, that we forget to actually stop and go, wait a minute, who is it that I want to be? What, what, do I, what is it that I want to do? What do I want to stand for? And we forget to do some of that. So I encourage you today to decide, just take a few minutes if you need to, maybe journal something down or just open up the notepad in your phone and just start to jot down some of the things that you want to be. When it comes to your money, what do you what do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be a major giver? Do you want to be somebody who is wealthy? Do you want to be somebody who you know, gives up all of their possessions and lives the minimalist life? It doesn't matter to me what you want to be. It matters to you. And don't worry about what your neighbors are doing. Don't worry about what your family tells you. Really start to get into tune with who it is that you want to be, how you want to relate to your money. And then, as James Clear would say, prove it. Prove it to yourself one small habit at a time. Little bit by little bit, you get these small wins, and eventually you become that which you wanted to become. Getting back to the smoker analogy, if you want to be a non-smoker, then prove it to yourself. Every time that thought comes to your mind, oh my gosh, because there's a cue, right? There's something that cues you that says, 
you want a cigarette and you need you at that time you say I'm a non-smoker I don't need that cigarette and that's proof then you have now proven to yourself the identity that you want to become and so James would say each time something like that comes up just prove it with these small little wins so let's just say for a little bit that you want to be the type of person who spends less than you make So each time you want to go and spend money, you ask yourself, am I spending more than I want to make? If I am, that's not who I want to be. So I don't want to do that right now. Or maybe you just need to go find a way to make more so that you can spend it on that thing that it is you want to spend it on. Whether that thing is a possession or an experience or a memory, whatever that is. Each person who's listening to this podcast today has a different story. You each have a unique identity and you will have different ways that you can prove that to yourself through the different small wins. What is a win for one person might actually seem to be like a a detriment to another person. And that's okay. That's what's so great about the way that I approach things with people is that it's not a one size fits all. That's super important. I just got done telling you that over the last few weeks, I haven't really had an opportunity to sit down for four hours at a time and work on things that I want to work on. However, there have been a few consultations that were set already, and so I've definitely made time for those. And I've really had fun over the last couple weeks sitting down and listening to people and figuring out what it is that they really what they want who do they want to be. And then what we've done is crafted some plans to help them set up a system that will give them those small wins along the way because really it's the system that's going to allow you to win it's the system that keeps things automated for you that allows you to when you're wanting to trip and fall or you feel that 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 you're losing that momentum if that system is done well and it's put into place it almost becomes like I said automated and you're like oh well this is this is what I do it's not what I'm it's not what I'm setting out to do. It's not a goal that I have. It's just who I am. And this is what I do. And that's what I want to help you get to that point. So uh, if that's something that you would like to work on, go to chatwithmc.com. Again, that is chatwithmc.com. Choose the icebreaker session. If you are an individual listening to this and not a business owner, just choose the one that says icebreaker um, personal and then for individuals or couples. And then there's another one if you are a small business owner and you want to really look at how, what, what do you want your business to look like and how can I help you with that? Just go ahead and choose the one that says icebreaker for business owners and well, I'll get you in the right spot. You guys, thanks so much for allowing me to just relate a little bit to what's going on and to vent a little, if you will. I really do appreciate that. I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day and that this message resonates with you today. As always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.